Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you focus on what's going well in your life. I'll also be interviewing leadership expert Lee Colan, who reviews his book, The Power of Positive Coaching, The Mindsets and Habits to Inspire Winning Results and Relationships. This book reveals how to build a positive coaching mindset that creates a positive ripple effect throughout your life, team, and business. For more information about Lee, please visit thelgroup.com. You may also purchase his book on Amazon or in the previous guest sections in both stores at jamesmillerlifeology.com or at lifeology.tv. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. Focusing on what's going well in your life. Have you ever been asked how your day is and you lump it all together and say it was the worst day ever? When we step back and look at that phrase, what you're basically saying is all 24 hours were horrible. And when we do that, We lump it all together so those things that were good or were healthy or were enjoyable or fun, we forget about them. Why do you think that is? Did you know that it takes 5.6, so we'll round it up, to six positive or healthy things to negate a negative thing? So in other words, if you have a negative event in your life that day, it takes six positive things to counteract that. And that's pretty mind-blowing because when you think about those six healthy things that you enjoyed, versus the one thing you didn't enjoy, it causes us to lump those things together to say everything was bad. Or in other words, it was a bad day. For example, you'll often hear this when it comes to New Year's. When people reflect on their year, they lump it all together and say, last year was horrible. It was the worst year ever. Now you may have had five or six things you didn't like about it, but all the other days, all the other moments, all the other times were not as negative as those five or six things that you experienced. The problem is we often overly process or overly think about those unhealthy things or the things we didn't like. And then when we think about the things that we did enjoy or things we do like, we don't process it as much because it didn't take as much brain power. Well, that's not really how it works. But when we think of it more in an anecdotal type of way, we'll think of it as brain power. There was research that was done that showed that people would remember losing $50 more than they would remember winning $50. When we continually focus on the things that are not going well in our life, unfortunately, that's really all we're going to see. What I always tell people to do is this. In order to create those six healthy things or positive things in the moment, 
is to use as many of your five senses as possible. What I mean by that is this. Let's say you're at work and you get into an argument with your boss and it really ruined your day. In order to counteract that, we have to come up with those healthy things or those things that we do enjoy. In previous episodes, I've talked about ways and how to compartmentalize what you're experiencing and be able to reset so that in the next hour or the next couple hours, you don't bring in what you've experienced in the past. And it gives you a really powerful reset. But today, I really want us to focus on the five senses to help us get out of our head. Your memories are going to help you find those five to six things to pull yourself out of the funk that you're experiencing. When you think of an accomplishment you've had or a memory that brings you joy or laughter, you want to sit with it. And in that memory, you want to try and recreate all of your five senses in that memory. For example, when you think of this memory, what did you see? Use your mind's eye to look all around you in that situation, in that memory, to really take in the texture of the colors, what people's facial expressions look like, what you were doing, what people were wearing, where was the environment? The next thing is with your eyes closed, you want to try and hear what was said or what was around you. And of course, you want to continue to do that with as many of your five senses as possible. The reason why is because when we are going through something difficult, we sit there and we think about it. We do the same exact thing. We think of the facial expression of the person who said something to us. We listen to the tone in our memory of what they said. And so it's the same concept. And because of that, we process more of that memory. And that's why it becomes so powerful. We sit there and say, oh, I should have said this. Or, oh, I should have just walked away. We go through in our minds all the different things we should have done or could have said to defend ourselves. And once again, that's using more of your anecdotally, brain power than typically sitting with a happy, healthy emotion for a few minutes and then you move on. So remember, call on powerful, healthy, joy-filled memories to help you process it just as much as when you process something that's not healthy for you. And the more of your five senses you can use in your memory, the stronger, the healthier memory can counteract what you're experiencing in the moment. So the choice is yours today and what you focus determines how your mood is going to be right now which affects you in the next moment, and then the next, and the next. So your memories are a powerful way to counteract the negative event you're experiencing. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. However, I want to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. Each week, I will send you an email which has all the latest radio episodes, YouTube episodes, magazine articles, and self-help products specifically for you. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. Lee Collan and Julie Davis Collan co-founded the L Group Incorporated, a consulting firm focused on leadership. They have been working together for 20 years, have authored six books together, and have been married for 32 years. Lee is here today to review their latest book, The Power of Positive Coaching, The Mindset and Habits to Inspire Winning Results and Relationships. Welcome to my show, Lee. Hey, James. Great to be here. Thanks so much. Yes, I am looking forward to this. Unfortunately, your wife was not able to join us, but I know that we're going to have a great show regardless. We will. Yes. Now, to be married to your wife for 32 years and working together for 20 years, now that is quite, quite a feat. 
it, it is, and it, it's a it's it's a test and a feat, and uh, <laughs> you, you learn the importance of role clarity. Just like you want role clarity in a relationship, you want role clarity in the work setting too. So we've uh, gradually morphed and figured out uh, how, how we do that, and and so we've had clear roles, and actually over time the roles have started to kind of morph a little bit. So we're mm-hmm. uh, so we're just kind of like any relationship; it's organic, and we just kind yes. of go with it and grow with it. Yes. Well, obviously, you guys are experts in your field because you recognize the importance of roles in your marriage, not only in that, but also in your firm as well. Absolutely. So now your book, The Power of Positive Coaching, we're going to jump into that in just a second, but my listeners always know that I love to get people's origin story. Sure. How did you fall into this or how did you realize that you had the affinity for being a leadership expert? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was in college, I was a psychology major and that only told me one thing that I needed to go to graduate school. So, <laughs> exactly. uh, so when I went to graduate school, uh, I still didn't know what I want to do with 22 year old kid. And so I, I decided to get a doctorate in industrial organizational psychology, oh, uh, mainly because, uh, it was a nice specialized doctorate uh-huh. and still left me with a very broad expert, you know, broad areas. I could be in validation or test selection or, yes. or in leadership or be, I could be a consultant. I could be a corporate executive. So, so um, as I've kind of just morphed over the course of my career and really through my life, as I looked at, uh, I've always liked to kind of step into leadership roles, even if it wasn't my formal position. And so I just was became a student of that. And then over time, uh, as we started the firm 20 years ago, we just decided to make that our niche. So, uh, in fact, the tagline of our firm is leadership at every level. So it's oh, not just wow. at every level of the organization. It's every personal level. So our, our logo is three stacked L's, and it, it represents the three levels of leadership, which is your personal leadership. And we believe leadership's an inside job. So mm-hmm. it starts with your personal leadership first, then moving out to your team leadership, then to organizational leadership. But, but a lot of times people think about and learn about kind of the team and organizational leadership things. And really it starts on the inside. What yes. is your, what's your character? What are your values? You know, what, what do you really stand for? And really understanding your kind of your, your own thoughts, your own emotions, your own purpose first. Uh, so uh, we love kind of working with people from the inside out and, and working through that. So uh, it was really just an evolution of how we got to this point. But uh, over the past 20 years, we've been pretty focused on it and we've enjoyed making a hopefully a, a difference in people's business, but really sure more importantly, have. a difference in their lives. That's amazing. Congratulations. Well, now you guys have done six books together, which is phenomenal. Yeah. And now today's book that we're going to talk about is a power of positive coaching, the mindset and habits to inspire winning results in relationships. How did this book even come about? Or rather, how did you know there was a need for this book? Well, you know, uh, coaching is, has undergone this uh, paradigm shift over the years. 20 years ago, coaching used to be like a scarlet A. Like people would say, oh, please got to coach. You know, like, <laughs> I, like I had something wrong with me because like, cause it was remedial. Now, if a client doesn't have a coach, they feel left out. So mm-hmm. it's gone from a, a scarlet A to a badge of honor. Yes. So we knew that a lot of organizations, they've been using external coaches. But the, the fact is, most organizations can't afford an external coach for all mm-hmm. their people. So we wanted to write this book to equip organizations and leaders so they could elevate their coaching game so that they they could just become better coaches themselves and create a coaching culture within the organization. So that was the essence, uh, kind of the, the backstory of the book. Perfect. It makes sense. So in other words, this is pretty much a guideline for individuals to really increase and kind of up their game in their own coaching life. I guess, depending on, it doesn't really matter on what level they are in their organization. That's right. Perfect. That's right. That's right. You focus a lot on just the power of positive coaching, just the mindset. Tell us yeah. more about that. Yeah, and, and absolutely. And, and my, my wife's one of the few experts in the world around, on, in positive psychology. So we try to bring the research and application of positivity, mm-hmm. which can sound soft, but there's a lot of science behind how our brains yes, work, how we react and all that, as you well know. Uh, so we use that as the foundation of the book. And then the beginning, just as I mentioned before, as leadership is an inside job, it starts from the inside, then out. 
even to be a great coach, you have to bring a great, a, a positive mindset to the table before you could worry about applying positive habits. We always say you have to get your mind right before you get your team right. Yes. So um, the first whole first part of the book is really about how, the four levels of awareness to create a positive coaching mindset. And let's be real, it's not just about coaching. It's a positive mindset for any interaction you yes, might go into with your, with your kid, a colleague, a worker, it doesn't matter. Before we actually get started, so let's, let's explain positive psychology because sure. that is something, you know, people know about psychology in general, but right. the concept of positive psychology, not all of my listeners know what that is. So since your wife isn't here, how yeah. about you explain or share with them what that means? Yeah, I think I could do it justice, hopefully. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, for years after World War II, uh, we worked a lot on understanding dysfunction because people came back from the war a little bit messed up, honestly, right? Mm-hmm. We had to understand what, how, how do we kind of get them back to neutral, if you will, just to kind of be reasonably functioning? And it was just about 10 years ago that Martin Seligman, the, the uh, president of the American Psychological Association, said, you know what? We've got that figured out now. We've got to figure out what gets people from neutral to thriving, mm-hmm. right? So it's really not understanding dysfunction, but what, what are the aspects of, of people that help them thrive? So that's really kind of a positive psychology versus, if you would, like negative psychology. Uh, 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 that's really kind of the essence and the genesis of the field. So it's really looking at, at people's uh, about people's emotions, about their relationships, about their sense of meaning, those types of things to understand uh, what we ha- what we could do if we're reasonably functioning at the midline, if you will, and then how do we elevate our game above that? And so there's plenty of research that's kind of supporting that over the past decade and, and not just research, but application on things you could mm-hmm. do to, to, to live a thriving life. Exactly. And that's really what the, the foundation of my show is about is the positive psychology yeah. aspect of it. You know, for yeah. some listeners who want to hear this in more of a practical way, you know, you, t- you take a coin and you bring yeah. a coin to your eye and the closer the coin gets, that's all you see. But if that's we focus right. on those things in our life, which bring us despair or sadness or lack, then that is what we focus on. Our focus determines what we feel. Our feelings determine what we do. So when the concept of bringing a coin to your eye, the closer it comes, that is what you're going to see until pretty soon. That's all. It's, it literally covers your eye. And so that's the concept of that as well is you can flip that coin and focus on everything that does not go well in your life. And that is what your life looks like. Absolutely. I've I've had a lot of clients who struggled with looking in their life because they focus on what is not going well as opposed to what is going well. And with that, they get lost in that and consumed with it. And that's when they often find there's no way out. That's right. Uh, Bottom line is that we we see what we look for, right? Mm And and so, um, and so it's a choice in our mind, whether we're we're looking for, I would say, if you look for the drama in your life, you're going to live a soap opera. (laughs) If you look for the, if you look for the humor in your life, you live in a comedy. It's a choice. It's a choice. It is a choice. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because I say every day is like a movie. Some days the movie is, it's the romantic, cheesy, you know, (laughs) lifetime movies or other times, you know, it's the drama, you know, whatever it may be. But you get, the great thing is, is you get to determine what you do with that information. You are the the director of your life. And so you can always map that out and then different ways in your life. So let's jump into the the four, the aspects of positive psychology of how you help people create their positive mindset. Sure. So uh, again, there are four levels of awareness. You have to really know your thoughts, your purpose, your values, and your emotions. So if you have a, bring a deep understanding of those, you bring your best self to the table, whether it's again, in a coaching relationship or any interaction, but really, you know, you've heard the old saying that the best, the most critical form of knowledge is Mm self-knowledge. So really this is just breaking down that self-knowledge into these four areas of your thoughts, your purpose, your values, and your emotions. The thoughts itself, help us understand more about that because everybody has a thought, but not every thought is is relevant. Not every thought is applicable. How do you help people hone in on that? Right. And listen, we live in this information-rich, time-poor world, right? We're moving, moving, moving all the time. And and many times people don't 
think about thinking, right? Mm -hmm. They don't think about their thought life, but that is absolutely what is dictating how we perceive the world. Because we all have bad stuff happen to us every day. We have ups and downs, but it's really people that understand how I react to that and how I choose to interpret those things, right? Mm -hmm. And and our, 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 our natural instinct, unfortunately, as human beings is to have a slightly negative bent, right? Yeah. So we're not Pollyanna about say, don't just think about negative things. We're going to have those negative thoughts come in, but it's how we choose to interpret those neg negative thoughts and then convert those into a positive expectation for ourselves because our, our brain is wired, right? We have what, 100 billion synapses, mm -hmm. 100 billion neurons in our it's brain, crazy, right? Yeah. And then they're each connected to 10,000 other neurons, right? And then we have these synapses that connect each one, they're little connections. So every time we think of something, a synapse is created. So then, so we, the, the old phrase, things, uh, thoughts that, that fired, uh, fire together, get wired together. Right. So, mm. so the more we could think of a thought, a positive thought to replace a negative thought, we actually start redesigning our brain and, and our brain is elastic. This is a great finding over the past decade, right? People used to think your brain is fixed over your life and it's not, we could change our thinking process. Uh, so just simple things like I might be walking and, and have some, oh, gee, I've got this interview today. I'm so nervous about it. Or I don't really know. I've, I've had a bummer day. And I'll literally like keep a rubber band in my hand and like snap it and have a, a visceral reaction. And so I stop. Yes, say, exactly. Stop yeah. out loud. And, say, <laughs> re, and, you know, and re, reframe that expectation because those expectations in our mind will absolutely predict what's going to happen in our future. So your, your thought life really is very critical. Uh, I would think the most critical thing in, in terms of dictating the kind of life you have and the kind of results you ultimately have and the kind of relationships you end up having. Yes. And, and I think a lot of people think about thoughts, their thoughts about other people, but it's really critical to think about your thoughts about yourself. Mm -hmm. We're amazed at how many people we'll talk to and they'll have these conversations with themselves. We'll play it back and they'll say, would you ever say that to your best friend? And they say, never, I would never yes, say it. So exactly. It's hurtful. It's like, why would you say it to yourself? Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to have that awareness about our thoughts about ourselves, our own expectations, our, our own bodies, our own skills, our own relationships, our own capabilities, uh, and, and make sure that those have a, a positive slant and we get rid of those negative thoughts about ourselves then we can start bringing our best self to the table for other people. I love it. You know, one thing I always tell my listeners as well is a way to kind of figure out what your core belief is, is mm -hmm. if you do something silly or something that you're embarrassed about or something where you feel you messed up on or you quote failed, mm -hmm. listen to what that tape is. If you say, I'm so stupid, I can't believe you did this. What is wrong right. with you? You always do this. That right. is really a childhood wound, if you will, Absolutely. that we, we internalize. Other people said it to us or we thought about that for ourselves. And then we reinforce yep. it every single time we did something in the, that we were not proud of. And so that's a really good, I guess, litmus test for people just to slow down for a minute and say, wait, what did I, what did I just think about myself? Mm -hmm. I and mean, is that really true? Because when we can find, um, we can, can find evidence which proves or disproves what we just thought, it helps yeah. us say, wait a minute, let me, let me throw this out. In a logical way, that, that's not really not relevant. I'm not stupid. I just simply messed up. And so it helps people reframe that to use a positive psychology spin on that to then say, right. you know what? I am not this way. I thought I was, but I'm not. And that's right. how we can start to re-identify or kind of rebuild and create that new foundation in our, in our thought life. Right. And, and you're just pointing out the distinction between a fixed mindset and a growth mm -hmm. mindset, right? Yes. So if I say, you know, oh, I'm, I'm crummy at this or I'm not good at this. We just say, add one word to that to shift that to a growth mindset. I'm not good at this yet. yet. Right. <laughs> yet is a critical word. And, and we even think get is a great word, too, because a lot of times people think, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this podcast today. I have to write this article. I have to meet with this customer. I have to have this conversation with my spouse. And rather, we always say, I get to. It's not yes. I have to. These are all. <laughs> listen, we might feel like we're just moving from stimulus to response like a rat every day. 
But as humans, we, we have a differentiating feature there. That it goes stimulus choice response. And mm -hmm. even though the stimulus response might be really close together, it might feel like you're reacting all day, we actually have a choice in everything we're doing. Yes. So I would say, hey, I, I get to get up and, and go mow the lawn today. I get to have to do this. So, so the, 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 the yet and the get are two, I think, very empowering words that start shifting us from a fix to a, a growth mindset. And I really, really like that because I know sometimes people are like, well, James, that's semantics. It's wordsmithing. The reality yeah. is it's not. It comes from a place of empowerment. It comes from a place of choice. Yes. And if I can piggyback off maybe two more words there is I can't versus I won't. I can't oh, do yeah. this. No, it's I won't do this because well, you've chosen not choosing. to do something. That's right. Yeah, and many times that's people right. don't realize that. So if I can right. add my little two cents there <laughs> to no, that I, as I well, agree. I think I that's agree. really Listen, powerful. What, 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 words really matter. We always say words create worlds. Yes, right? they do. So your words really do matter. So uh, even subtle differences like that can kind of shift your mind just, just enough. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Let's jump to the last part of it, the value part. Yeah. Tell us more about that. Yeah, I think it's important to make sure you were making early decisions about what our values are. What, what's important to me? I remember when I was in the corporate world, I had my values were at least three F's. I was fair, focused, and fun. So when I could go into any situation, a new team, I would say, listen, guys, th this is what I'm all about. I'm fair, focused, and fun. And as a result, here's what you could expect from me. And by the way, here's what I expect from you. So whether you're yes. a parent trying to create values for a family or a leader trying to create values for your work team or a practitioner trying to create values for your, for your clients, um, it's important to have those set of values. And, and we believe in making early decisions around that. We're amazed at how many executives we speak to 25 years into their career, and they really can't articulate, clearly articulate their values. But you know what? It, it's very, let me tie in two things in the current, current uh, news world right now. You'd see this admission scandal going on with the colleges, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's very easy to step back and go, oh, you know, I want the best for my kids. But you kind of judge those people. I can't believe they would do that. They would, you know, they would bribe people. They would spend that money and, and, and just to get their kids into a good school. And I would say, never judge people exactly. that are in those situations. You never know. But, but the only difference between you and them is that, number one, you probably weren't in that situation. But you may have hopefully, fortunately, identified what your values were in advance. Because mm -hmm. if, you don't, if you're not clear about that, once you get into the great situations in life, and there are plenty and many of them, all right, if, if you're not clear up front that I, I'm all about this, I will do these things, and I, or I won't do these things, you get into that great situation, you have a need in your family, or a certain desire, or a motivation, and you're lacking a resource, you could start doing things that you would never thought you would ever yes. do before. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's really important to be clear about whenever you get into a, you know, before you get into those gray areas with the clients or friends or the team members or business or your finances, to be really clear about what am I all about? Not 10 values, a few core values that I, I'm willing to go to bat and, and make personal sacrifice to make sure that I'm living by these values. And so just making those early decisions is really critical before you get into those tougher situations. I think many people don't realize that they already create hard and fast rules for themselves, which is a form of their value. For example, right. we're not going to rob a bank. We're not right. going to push an elderly lady down on the street. We're not right. going to steal from a baby. That's just, that's your value. That is right. your hard and fast rule. And I think many people don't realize that there's so many hard and fast rules that are already created in our life. But often, if we're not mindful of it, then we often create a guideline. So yeah. James may do this or James may not do this. And if I don't really stop and say, well, wait a minute, no, 
do I do this or do I not do that? And I think it kind right. of goes back to the first part you talked about, where your thoughts. Who yeah. are you, James? Are you yeah. someone who is loving, compassionate, benevolent, fair? Whatever those thoughts may be, then that creates a hard and fast rule for me that that is who I am. Not when yes. I want to be or when it's appropriate or applicable. That right. is just who I am. So I think yeah. piggybacking off of what you said as well is when people just really slow down to say, wait a minute, I'm seeing this in the world around me today. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do, but let me extrapolate that. Am I someone who is, who is on the up and up all the time? Or am I someone who loves my child? Am I someone who would do what I can for them? And so it starts to take every life lesson around us, slows it down to say, well, let me look at my value system. Doesn't mean right. I'm, I've been in this position, but I can learn from that. And I think your That's book right. and what you guys teach really helps people slow everything down to say, yeah, yeah. what am I learning about my life and how do I apply it, which then I can now teach it to other people as well. Absolutely. When we say your, your values are, are non-negotiables, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't have 10 non-negotiables. So what are the few real <laughs> non-negotiables? Because, you know, they're going to get tested. And that's when, that's when you really know what your values are, when they get tested. You, know, you, you talked about like moving around, going fast and, and, and all that. And, and one of the things back on thoughts, James, is about making sure we're finding time that create mental space for ourselves. Because yes. yes. that's when we could really step back and off the treadmill of life and say, you know what? You know, I had this tough situation this week. Let me see what that, what does that tell me about what my really values are and what Mm -hmm. do I need to stand for? Do I need to shift things or change things? Or does that solidify my thinking about that? But just finding, finding some place, my my daughter, when we moved into our new house, she uh, had this little area with a white furry carpet and a pink chair and she called it her chillax zone where she she could chill and relax. Right. I'm thinking, well, she's eight. She doesn't need to chill and relax. I need to chill and relax. Right. But, but, but it was great though. It reminded me that we all need a chillax zone. We yes. all need to find a place. I don't care if it's taking a walk in the park. It could be in the shower in the morning. It could be a quiet place where you pray or meditate in a separate room in your house. Uh, it could be just your drive home. But sometime where you turn off the world, all that input, and just think about thinking. Think about your thoughts. Reflect on your day. Plan for your next day. Be intentional about that. See what lessons you can gather. So that if you don't have that kind of time in your life, it's going to be very hard for you to be clear about your values. So, so these are all very tied together, right? Understanding your thought life helps you kind of be clear about your values, your emotions, and your purpose, ultimately. That's absolutely wonderful. You know, it's, it's essentially a form of a debrief. If That's after it. every meeting, you need a debrief to say, okay, what was That's the takeaways? It. What's on the agenda for, ne- for our next meeting? And so when you can create that debrief time for yourself in whatever mm-hmm. healthy format, that's how you're going to grow. And so Absolutely. I, I just really yeah. agree with everything you said. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, our time is up. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and Julie and to work with your organization to purchase this book, The Power of Positive Coaching, The Mindset and Habits to Inspire Winning Results in Relationships, where will they find all this information online? Yeah, you can go to the lgroup.com. It's the word the and then the letter L, then the word group, the lgroup.com. And even easier, you could just text the word leadership to 444-999. Excellent. And they can purchase the book there as well? Absolutely. My listeners also know that if they're not able to find it any other place, they can simply go to both source at jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv in the previous guest sections, and they can purchase the book there directly through Amazon. Lee, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. I really appreciate your time. It was my pleasure, James. Thank you. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.